Welcome to another episode of the Top Podcast, Truth Over Popularity. I'm your host, Brad Odeman Jr. The world we live in has numerous opinions of what truth is. I'm here to shine light on absolute truth regardless of its popularity. This podcast will focus on topics surrounding the Bible, how our current political climate is directly tied to Bible prophecy, along with a few other passions of mine, health, fitness, and an occasional golf conversation. If any of these topics interest you or could benefit someone you know, please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a friend or family member. I hope this podcast adds value and perspective to your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Top Podcast, Truth Over Popularity. I am your host, Brad Odeman Jr. It's great to be with you guys again. Today, I want to talk about the importance of men in the family and the importance of a father in his children's life and in the home. This is something that the Lord has been dealing with my heart about as my wife and I are expecting our second baby girl any day. We are super excited to be welcoming another member of the family, super thankful and blessed um, to, be, uh, to be having another little girl join us. And so I've really been thinking and trying to meditate on the importance that I play in my family, the importance that I play on my kids as, as they grow. And as I am teaching them, um, you know, th- uh, things about this life, as I am teaching them the ways of the Lord and doing my best to lead and guide them according to the Bible, according to spiritual things. It's our only hope we have in this world. And the devil would love nothing more than to attack men and to strip them of, of, their, of their God-given responsibility. And so I want to just hit the treetop versions of some things that I think are important for us men to be effective spiritual leaders. This is not going to be some philosophical deep dive into the scriptures. I am a very simple-minded individual, but I hope that this can impact somebody. I hope you can just take maybe one thing away from this, you know, as the Lord leads, leads my mind and will anoint my lips today um, in, this, in this short time I have with you. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7 says, The righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Awesome nugget of wisdom. His children are blessed after him. As we submit ourselves to the Lord and as we let the Lord lead us and as we walk after the Lord, so can our kids effectively walk after us while in turn following after Jesus. It's so critical that men today are the spiritual leaders of their home. I heard the other day, and I've heard it a thousand times before, and there's nothing wrong with this. I heard, oh, I wouldn't be where I am today without the faithful prayers of my grandmother. We've all heard it before. We've heard it a thousand times. It's, it's, it's just kind of become a saying that we are so, are so accustomed to, to using. And it got me thinking, why have I never heard Anybody say, I'm where I am today because of the faithful prayers of my father or my grandfather? And I think it's because the devil understands 
where the power is. He understands where the influence is. And he has done a masterful job of distracting men and leading them away from their responsibilities and their roles as fathers in the home. Now, thank the Lord for praying grandmothers. Thank the Lord for praying mothers. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a testament to our culture and the lack of fathers in the home and the lack of spiritual fathers in the home. And this is something that I want to be better at. I, I want to submit myself to the Lord and by his grace and by his mercy, I can become the spiritual leader that he would want me to be. This is very purposeful. This is not, this, this won't happen by accident. You're not just going to accidentally, you know, fall into a role of, man, my family is thriving and man, we are just, we are a very spiritually led family. That's just not going to happen. There are purposeful actions that we need to take, that I need to take to protect my mind, to protect my thought process, to protect my eyes, and, and, and to submit myself to the Lord so that I can lead my family accordingly. Because if my relationship with the Lord is not the number one thing, everything else is going to be out of alignment. Everything flows from your relationship with God. And so I, I want to just discuss three, three things really quickly that I think are very important. The first one is to guard our eye gate. Everything we do comes through the eyes first. Everything we do. Let me read you a, a quick scripture. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. This scripture you can really unpack, but I just want to hit that, that part, the lust of the eyes. This is so important. The devil has, man, he has done a wonderful job of throwing things in the face of humanity in general, but men specifically. He knows what gets our attention. He knows what draws us away from godly spiritual things. Just look at commercials. Look at advertisements on your phone. Look at you, you scroll for more than a minute on any social media site, and you're going to probably come across something that you, you might not want to have your eyes on if you're trying to be a spirit-led individual. And it's because the devil knows. It, it takes one click and one glance and one look, and then your mind starts to wander. And so that's why I think the first thing is to guard our eye gate. When we look at David's monumental sin that, was, that you know, most people know about, Bathsheba, this all started with his eye gate. This all started because he saw her bathing and he saw that she was beautiful and then his mind began to wander. And then he began to hatch this idea of, of, of how, he could, how he could lie with her. And so it's critical that we guard our eye gate and that we set things before our eyes and be purposeful um, and, and very mindful and watchful about what we set before our, our eyes. And the second thing is guarding our mind. And these two really go hand in hand because once you let something th go through your eye gate, well, then your mind starts to take over. There's a scripture, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. 
because the carnal mind is enmity or at war against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Our mind is incredibly powerful. Once you allow something to come through your eye gate and then your mind takes over, it is so easy for you to begin to think about things and memories and, and allow your mind to go places that it has no business going. So when, when we can control our mind and we can be purposeful about what we think and that we can cast down every imagination, the Bible says, that would enter our mind, we are able to overcome the enemy. The devil would love to twist up your mind and get you thinking about things of the past. And, oh, man, how great was that when you, you know, used to live this lifestyle? And, oh, wasn't that super fun? And, and wasn't talking to her super, super great? And wasn't this experience amazing? I, I've wrestled with it myself. I'm speaking from experience. When you open yourself up and you subject yourself to sin, you will forever have to battle that. And of course, you can have power to overcome that by the grace and mercy of God, absolutely. But you just have to be purposeful about guarding your mind when, you, when the enemy wants to set little traps. Because when you start looking in the rearview mirror and start dwelling on the things of the past and your mind begins to wander and go down these rabbit trails, it is, it's a deadly weapon that the enemy uses very effectively in our culture. So we, we've got to be purposeful about, about guarding our mind and understanding that the enemy wants to, he wants to attack us in our mind. The Bible also says one last scripture on this point, and do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We can, we can have a renewed mind in Jesus. When you get baptized with the Holy Ghost, when you let the Lord infill and, and take over your, your mind and your thought process and, and your body and, and, and everything we do begins to want to please him, you will be renewed and you will be transformed into a new creature. It goes on to say that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have got to be very purposeful about renewing our mind and praying specifically for God to cover our mind and for God to give us the mind of Christ and help us fight off the attacks of the enemy. Because he would love, he would love for your mind become weary, to become distracted, and to dwell on things that are not of God. And the last one here is one that's probably the most difficult for men specifically is humility. The Bible says he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. This is a big one. That's a wonderful passage in James chapter 4, 6 through 10. This is one that I've probably struggled with the most, you know, over the years. 
we're trained as men from a young age to be tough and oh get up and wipe the dirt off you're fine don't cry don't don't show your emotion in our culture we are trained that way as men but god desires the exact opposite he wants us to have a a, a humble broken open spirit before him one that can fall on their face and say, Jesus, I need you more than anything else in this world. I need you more than my job, more than money, more than fame, more than the, the homes and the cars, and even more than my family. God, I need you because everything I do in this life flows from my relationship with you. And for us to be able to humble ourselves and to submit ourselves to the power of God and to repent True repentance is, is, is not just apologizing and saying, you know what, Lord, I'm really sorry I did that. That's a start, but it is truly wanting to desire a different way of living. It's wanting to desire a different, a different path for your life. It's doing an about face. It is turning 180 degrees around and truly not wanting to live and serve your old man anymore, but wanting to live and serve Jesus. This is so critical for us men. We have got to humble ourselves and understand that if, if we do not humble ourselves, if we continue to have a hard heart and continue to resist God, we are opening ourselves up to it and we are only allowing the devil to wiggle his way in to our lives and to create havoc because that's all he wants to do. The Bible says that he wants to kill, steal, and destroy you. Those are his main goals. He wants to drag you to the pits of hell, and that's just the reality of it. That is the reality of what the devil wants to do because there's a heaven and there's a hell, and there's only two options you have. And the devil knows that. He's a thief. He's a father of all lies. Us as men, if we can be broken... And we can fall on our faces and say, Lord, I need you. We will be much more successful in leading a spirit-filled life. This is why David was a man after God's own heart. He was able, in his weakness, in his sin, a strong, mighty king, a mighty man, he allowed himself to become broken before God. And God was able to use that. God can use that. He can use mistakes, brutal mistakes, mistakes that this world would say that you're an outcast for. He can use that if you're submitted to him, if you're humble, if you're broken before him. God can use that. He can use the, your worst mistake and turn it for good. But we've got to be willing to humble ourselves and allow him to use us and allow him to mold and to shape us. We've got to set ourselves on the potter's wheel and say, Lord, whatever you want, mold me and shape me into who you want me to be. Whatever you want from me, Lord, whatever you want from me. And so these, these things I, I, I think are, are important. There's a laundry list of other things that are obviously critical to becoming an effective spiritual leader in our home. But if, if we can guard our eye gate, if we can be purposeful about the things that we set before our eyes and allow those things to be 
God approved and, and, and spirit led. Watch what our kids watch and watch what we watch. Watch what we set before our eyes. That will be a huge step into guarding our mind. These two go hand in hand, like I mentioned earlier. It comes through the eye gate and then it immediately can start to run havoc in your mind. So guarding your mind, being purposeful about what, where you will allow your thoughts to go and saying, you know what, Lord, help me right now. I don't, I don't want to be thinking about that. Remove that thought from me, Lord. Remove that, that, that old memory from me. And he will help you. But we've got we've to want to be purposeful about it. We've got to want to renew our mind and have fresh perspective, fresh godly perspective. And again, that last thing is humility. Being able to allow the Lord to lead and guide our lives according to his will. Broken before the Lord. Being able to fall on our face before a holy God. Being able to lift our hands in worship. Being able to say, you know what, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I need your help. I am nothing without you. A humble, broken spirit. God can use that. In wrapping this up, I want to just say our, our, our family spiritual life depends on us men being led by the Lord. We must place God at the top of the priority list. Because in all reality, the devil is knocking at every single door of your home. He's knocking on your doors. He's trying to get in your windows. And any crack that we allow be left open, he's going to wiggle his way in. It only takes once. It only takes one look from your kid on social media. It only takes one click. The devil knows. He's, 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 not, he's not foolish, unfortunately. He knows what gets our attention. He knows all it takes is one glance, do some serious damage to my life, to my kid's life, to our home. We've got to close all the doors. We've, we've, we, we've got to close all the windows. We've got to stay prayed up and read up. We've got to live a life on our knees, a purpose-filled life. Because this is a battle. This is a war. This war is won and fought on our knees. And so I pray that this can give you some insight and, and give you some ideas. I know this wasn't deep and very philosophical, but I hope that you can take one little nugget or this sparked a thought in your mind that will draw you closer to Jesus and understand your importance as a father, your importance as the husband and the leader of your home. Because you can make all the money in the world, you can provide all the vacations in the world, you can buy your kids cars and jewelry and all the things. And if you fail to lead them spiritually and you fail to instill in them a love and a fear of God, and you fail to give them direction and and teach them that there is nothing more important than being born again and living a life sold out for Jesus. If we fail there, we have failed every other area of their life. We have failed. And so I pray that this can help you as this 
as this talk has helped me realize the importance that I have on my family, that you have on your family as a man and as the leader of your home. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Top Podcast. I pray this podcast blessed and impacted your life. We would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed, left a five-star review, and shared with a friend or family member so we can spread hope in a lost world. Join me next week as we discuss another topic that emphasizes truth over popularity. God bless.